guys, Justin Nelson here again with the Icon Podcast. And as you know, we just released a ton of episodes if you guys haven't looked on the podcast lately. But I am super excited to have another episode today with Anna. And Anna, I just want to say I'm super excited to be able to pick your brain today. I've heard a lot of things about you within the EXP world, almost all of them good. Um, Very, very little bad things. So I would love for you to introduce yourself, tell the audience who you are, and uh, then I'm going to be a little selfish, and then I'm going to start to pick your brain and learn all about how you've made such a name for yourself in the real estate space. Sure, but only if you get to tell me all the bad things. I want to know those things too. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I signed a non-disclosure agreement <laughs> to not share those. They're so. all true, by the way, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Anna Abitamarco. Um, I'm a team leader with EXP. I've been with the company. November 1st will be two years. Uh, I serve the... Hey guys, Justin Nelson here again with the Icon Podcast. And as you know, we just released a ton of episodes if you guys haven't looked on the podcast lately. But I am super excited to have another episode today with Anna. And Anna, I just want to say I'm super excited to be able to pick your brain today. I've heard a lot of things about you within the EXP world, almost all of them good. Um, Very, very little bad things. So I would love for you to introduce yourself, tell the audience who you are, and uh, then I'm going to be a little selfish, and then I'm going to start to pick your brain and learn all about how you've made such a name for yourself in the real estate space. Sure, but only if you get to tell me all the bad things. I want to know those things, too. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I signed a non-disclosure agreement <laughs> to not share those. They're so. all true, by the way, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Anna Abitamarco. Um, I'm a team leader with EXP. I've been with the company. November 1st will be two years. Uh, I serve the Chester County area primarily here in Pennsylvania. Um, what else do you want to know? I love that. So tell me a little bit about your real estate journey. How did you get into real estate? How long have you been in real estate? Um, have you been at EXP the entire time? Were you at other brokerages or kind of what's your story? Yeah, so I, we moved here a little more than eight years ago um, from New Jersey. Uh, we're originally from Brooklyn. So my husband and I were married 25 years. I mean, that in and of its own is successful. How many people do you know can say that? Absolutely. Um, in any event, we, uh, we moved out here for his job. And at that time in New Jersey, I was managing a HUD housing counseling agency. So it was more on the education side of real estate. And in New York, I was a loan officer. So then here we are moving to Pennsylvania. I know nothing about it. Um, We have, at the time, our boys were in fifth and seventh grade. So doing a lot of research to see where we should land that was within proximity of his new office. And so we landed in Downingtown, Pennsylvania in Chester County. And so um, I was a stay-at-home mom again for two months and basically really having an opportunity to reinvent myself. What was I going to be when I grew up? Um, And it's very different being a stay-at-home mom when the kids are in school all day and you're broke and you can't really like live that life. So we bought a home on my husband's salary 
and you know things were fine but i certainly wanted to figure out what i was going to do when i got here and so i always wanted to get my real estate license i actually had my license in new york and new jersey but didn't hang my license didn't actually use it it was just always in the real estate industry not in sales so fast forward i get my license and i start learning the area and driving around and getting lost and I started my career with Keller Williams. I was there for three years and uh, I didn't join a team. This is one of the things that a lot of people generally you know, wanna pick my brain about. How, how did you come to a brand new area, not know anyone, not have a sphere and sell homes? Um, some days I don't exactly know how I did that, but I did. And in my first year, I did 4 million in production uh, my second year, 12, then I went to 15. By the time I was doing 15 in production, um, I decided to find elsewhere. Uh, I exhausted whatever needs and, and what I thought I can get out of the, the current brokerage that I was with. And then I went over to Berkshire Hathaway and I was there for not quite three years, two years and eight or 10, uh, two years and 10 months. And so there too, I kept growing my volume. I did start growing a team. So I do have team members. And basically, I guess I left one thinking the other had the thing I was looking for. And what I was looking for was collaboration, right? There just um, isn't any true authentic collaboration in this industry, I thought, until I came here to EXP. I love so, that. Yeah, when I met with my then manager at Berkshire, um, you know, it was at the end of my second year, we had our business meeting and uh, I had doubled my volume by that point. I was up to 30 million a year in production. And I asked him a bold question, not meaning to be, you know, I don't know, arrogant or, or obnoxious about it, but I really wanted to know what part of my double in production did he take credit for? Did the company take credit for? And there wasn't an answer. So then lies the question, why am I paying at the time uh, with franchise fee and, and commission splits about $100,000 to hang my license there? Fortunately, I found out about EXP and the rest is history. I love that. I love that. So that it sounds like there were several reasons that kind of led you to EXP in general. What would you say was the biggest one? Was it on the financial side? Was it on the collaboration side? Like what was the ultimate draw that kind of was like, that's why I'm going to EXP and it makes sense for me? Well, for one, I was looking, I, I was definitely at the point where, well, this isn't right either. And um, EXP kind of found me. I was at a uh, coaching event in Denver, I believe it was. And I connected with some other EXP agents, right? And they were pretty badass. They were rock stars, you know, and it was, it was just great information and masterminding that we got to do. And so when we got back home, um, Jennifer, uh, one of my team members at the time, uh, she started looking into the research. She's, she's like the one who looks for everything negative right and poke holes in all of it i'm more of a gut reaction and go for it right so um with her analyzing everything on the back end uh when she came to me and said wow you really do have to look at this model um that's when we just started exploring more so initially it was definitely the collaboration 
Um, and quite honestly, so here we are, fast forward almost two years, uh, the rev share has been amazing. The uh, stock ownership that I have is incredible. Truth be told, you can take both away today if you had to. I mean, you know, I don't want you to. But if it had to be gone, I'd still be here. So it's definitely collaboration that trumps the, uh, the financial reward. I love that. I love that. Now tell me a little bit about your market. Like, you know, I'm obviously uh, with my days with KW, I did a lot of traveling and actually taught quite a bit in the area that you're in now. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but there's not a lot of EXP presence there in terms of two years ago. And so like, what did that look like for you? I mean, there might've been some presence, but it wasn't very big. So was there any challenges or limiting beliefs around like, hey, you were in Denver talking to these EXP badasses, as you call them, and they had a market, like Denver's been a bigger market for EXP for a little bit now. So what were the risks? What, did, what were some of the challenges that you had to overcome to go into a market with a relatively known or literally known brand, even mm -hmm. among agents in your community? Right, yeah. Uh, it's definitely like when you start researching a car and until you do, you don't see it. Yeah. And we never heard of it. And it was like EXP, what the heck and whatnot. And uh, if, my if my husband was here, he would tell you, um, embarrassingly, even he was negative about mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah. Well, what is that? You know, at least you're with a brokerage that people know and what have you. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things about me personally, um, the best thing you can do is tell me that I can't or that I shouldn't or yep. that you wouldn't. And that kind of fuels me in some crazy, for whatever reason, like, for example, when I started at Keller Williams, one of the uh, owners there um, asked me to join her team and I, you know, respectfully declined. And she said, well, no one's going to you know, hire you, you're not from around here. And in my brain, I'm thinking, well, all right, now game on, I'm gonna have to show you that I can. So to some degree, yes, there was a lot of negativity. Why would you do that? Who are they, you know? But what I knew already is that people don't work with me because of the brokerage I'm with. I can't tell you how many times on day of settlement, my seller will call me and ask where my office is and wh where are you, what brokerage, like the sign's been on your lawn for a month. Do you really not know, you know? So, so what I knew um, innately is that the brokerage is not for the clients. The, the brokerage that you choose as an agent to uh, be part of is for you. They're supposed to be there to help you support you, right? And it didn't matter to me if it was ABC, one, two, three, you know, and at that time I was even considering opening my own brokerage, which would have been financial suicide. Um, so I didn't want to do that. So yes, there was a lot of negativity and yes, we were one of the first, um, you know, top producing teams that came over in this area. Um, and I kind of like it that way. So I wasn't really worried about that. I, I actually enjoyed that part of it. I love that. I love that. So you obviously said that you came over for collaboration. You mm -hmm. came over for financial reasons. And it sounds like all of those expectations were met, if not exceeded um, in those areas. Was there anything that when you were looking at EXP um, that you didn't know about that? Because, you know, we're going to talk about the Icon Award here in just a minute, because that's a big award. This whole podcast was built on the fact 
that when I moved to EXP, I didn't even know that it existed. So I was like, whoa. So we're trying to get the word out because people watching this today are going to be wowed when they listen and hear about the Icon Award. And so tell me a little bit, was there anything when you moved to EXP that you didn't know about and you were shocked to learn like, whoa, that's really cool. Uh, most of it. So again, being um, not very analytical and, and kind of like an impulsive personality type, um, Jennifer may have known about it, but I didn't really pay attention to it. it. It was, to me, it was all that extra was cherry on top, right? So that was the icing on, on the cake. So if it was there, great, you know, whatever. Um, but I didn't focus on it. And I didn't even know how to access um, my stock. There, there, we actually have two separate, on our dashboard, there's the like, what's available. Yep. Yep. Okay, don't tell anyone, <laughs> but this is embarrassing. Uh, and Anthony Keene, an agent that, that I brought over maybe March or April of this year, um, he actually showed me where the rest of it was. Mm. Okay, so talk about not knowing what you don't know and not even focused on it. It was only a, a few months ago yeah. that I realized exactly how much stock I own uh, with the company. So yeah, I'm constantly finding things that I didn't know that are, are you know, an advantage to um, what's different. What I also didn't realize is we charged, we, my previous brokerage charged an additional commission per mm. transaction. And if the client uh, refused to pay it, it would come out of our split. Mm -hmm. I didn't bring members and Stacy, God bless her, I love her. Um, so she had been um, a part-time buyer agent on my team initially, transitions over to full-time come January 1, pre-COVID, right? Makes the plunge, leaves her full-time job to come do real estate uh, exclusively. Fortunately, uh, it has worked out beautifully for her and, and has no regrets in doing so. But, you know, the team members that I brought over at the time, we were doing this together. It's a, but it's also just in my nature, like if I'm sure of something, it's gonna get done, right? I don't, I don't get stuck on the how. Like once I know why I'm doing it, there's no stopping it happening. So no, I wouldn't say that there was any fear of that. I love that. I love that. So tell me, this is kind of a random question that we asked off topic, and then we're going to dive into the icon. Is there anything specifically that you would give advice to people listening right now that feel overwhelmed, that feel different things? Like, what do you do in, in, in the production that you do? Like, you could get carried away and work 90 hours a week if you wanted to. How do you, like, reground yourself, re-energize? Like, what is it for you that you do to make sure that you stay, you know, as sane and healthy as possible? I cook. Uh, a lot. I cook a lot. Uh, probably the secret to why my husband puts up with me for so long. Um, you know, men will dodge many an argument and just agree with you for the fear of loss of being fed and being fed well for that matter. Um, so that's my outlet. I do enjoy doing that. Um, we bought a home that is one project after another. We bought it because it had this beautiful, I'm staring at it right now, uh, front porch, but the whole thing needs to be ripped out and redone. I mean, just everything about this house looks, looks like a Hallmark card from really afar, but as you get closer, you're like, wow, like that all needs to be replaced. So, so my, my fun and my joy today now is um, 
just getting back to basics. Um, I'm first generation American, um, didn't speak English until I got to kindergarten. My siblings were born in Italy as well. And so we were just, um, you know, everything was made fresh and all that stuff and whatnot. So I'm just getting back to that. Uh, before that, it was, you know, focused on our boys, but now they're uh, almost 22 and 19. They're officially out of the house, not forever, because I hear they come back. So I'm imagining that's going to happen. But at the moment, we, we are, you know, empty nesters, if you will. So, so that's my outlet. That was the first part of your question. What was the other part? Oh, how, what do I do? To, so those are the things that I do to, um, that are my joys, you know, and just, uh, and hanging out with my husband and, and he, he planned this weekend away, surprise weekend a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I had no idea where, what, and I wasn't sure that we were going to survive it and what he was actually planning. He's not the best planner. Um, but it was actually amazing. And, and we wound up in Cape May oh. and, um, yeah, I still like the guy. So that was really good. Cause you know, now that the kids are gone, it's like, okay, who are you? So, so that worked out really well. Um, and it's just that, that when I'm not working and, and I don't really consider what I do work, uh, but when I'm not working, it's, it's really just doing the things that, that bring joy to my heart. I love that. I love that. So obviously all of those things, the lifestyle, the homes, you know, being able to live a comfortable life, raise your kids and, you know, in America, you know, like you've gone through a lot of things to get to this place. Like, Talk to me about some of the advantages that EXP offers in terms of the Icon Award. And I want to talk about that because I think a lot of people, they work so, so hard at some companies and they don't get rewarded. They go to the exact same thing you went through where they go to their broker and go, wait, what's going on here? Like, I don't, I still like you as a person, but like, where's the brokerage helping me for all of this money spent? So tell me a little bit about like, obviously I know what the Icon is people listening to your story might not know what it is. If someone's listening to you and they're like, Anna, what is the icon award and how would it benefit me? Can you kind of tell me what it takes to qualify for the icon award roughly in your market based on your guys's average price point and what financial benefit that's provided you? Yeah. So, um, with my previous brokerage, I was on a 92 split, right? So 8% went to the brokerage with no cap plus the royalty fee. So it sounds a lot better to a lot of agents because we're 80-20. So it sounds like EXP would take more money from you than if you were at a brokerage like you were. Not even close. So when you take that 8% on my volume plus the 12,000 franchise fee, it was about 100,000 a year uh, to be there. Over here with the cap, 80-20. So after um, you get to 16,000, you're done, right? 16,000. Yeah. versus, you know, a hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, but I have to pay for my own copies, which was a comment made to me. I was like, I'm pretty sure I can buy a lot of copy machines with, you know, $84,000. They could probably uh, even have some gold on them too, if you want. I mean, <laughs> they could print gold for me. Right. Um, but in any event, but even still once then you do, um, per transaction, 250 per transactions after you've done the 80, 20, I'm so terrible with the numbers, but uh, 250 per transaction up to 5,000. So once you've done those additional transactions and met that requirement, you now are eligible to be an icon agent. 
then a, an icon agent uh, reaches out to you and does an interview. Um, there's also expectation of you giving back and conversation with your broker and, and what things have you done to show leadership and, and collaboration yourself, which is why I love the culture here. Like, it's the simplest things. I enjoy, you know, I did some contract uh, negotiation training classes and whatnot, and I loved it. I enjoyed sharing that with other agents. Um, and so I paid my total of 21,000 and then was awarded more stock and, and got, I think it's 15,000. Do you know if it's 14,000 or 16,000 you get back in stock? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you guys are listening today, you get about 16,000 back and it comes in different pieces. Like you got to go to some events, you have to do the cultural things. You get some immediately after you pass the interview. If you guys check below in the description of this podcast, you guys will see exactly the requirements to get it. But to make it really simple, Anna, it really sounds like in your market, if you sell around 30 homes, mm -hmm. EXP gives you a whole bunch of stock, right? And yes. now- if that stock even decreases downwards, it's still more money than what any other brokerage had given you for right. giving them money. Now, I guess you've iconed, have you iconed once or twice? Twice. So the first time you iconed, do you know what the stock was roughly at when they awarded you a whole bunch of it? I'm guessing it was around 12. I think it was like seven when I joined the company less than two years ago. Then it was around 12 and you're right, the stock goes down. Yeah. But down right now today is what, like $38, $39? Yeah. So, so they gave you a, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in stock at $7, $12 a share. And now it's worth $38. So let's just say that you got $16,000 in stock. That stock is now worth north of probably $40,000, $50,000 just right. by doing absolutely nothing. Right. Other than just selling homes like you already right. do. Yep. I love that. I love that. So tell me a little bit about your area. Obviously you said Chester County for those that are listening that don't really know the counties around your area. Like, What are the big city buzzwords that they can look for if they got referrals for you? If they're wondering where you're located at, what are kind of the big markets that you serve? Yeah. So Chester Springs, Downingtown School District, uh, ONJ Roberts School District, Exton is like the hub area. Um, but Chester Springs is more like your horse country. Um, we're, you know, what puts us on the map here for people who are coming here is the school district, both Downingtown, ONJ Roberts and Westchester School District are surrounding school districts that do really well. Chester County is an affluent, um, you know, county and area. And so whatever is going on when supposedly, if anyone's listening to Susie Orman and thinks that like, the market's gonna crash by November. She's not talking about Chester County, you know, to be quite honest. Um, you know, scarcity in the market is ridiculous in this area, multiple offers on every property. Um, so it, it's a great, great place. And when we, when we looked for it, it was school district driven. We researched and we decided we wanted to be in Downingtown. And um, yeah, it's a great place for, to raise kids. I love that. I love that. So is there anything as we kind of wrap up here? Um, number one, if anybody, if you guys like Anna, you like her energy, you're in her area and she sent you this video or you watched it randomly found it. If you want to align with her at eXp, there's many ways that they can do it, right? They can either join your team personally in your local area and even outside of your area. It sounds like there's ways for the agents to align with you and get mentorship sure. from you. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are. 
And we can certainly talk about joining the team, but that would take a whole other episode. I'm more interested in growing partnerships. I love that. Uh, I keep my team very small for a reason. Uh, it's very specific to what they do and helping them reach their goals. Um, but, you know, I have 120 something agents, you know, in my organization so far. And um, I do personally coach some of them. I mentor as many as I can. I have mentees through the EXP mentorship program. Um, so it doesn't really matter where you live, but uh, I think any agent first has to decide for themselves, are they a salesperson? Are they more of the person who just wants to be told what they do and come in and sell a house and go home? Um, what I call like the Nordstrom employee, or are you a business owner? Yeah. So one of the first conversations I have with any agent is identify who you are, right? What do you need? What are you looking to grow? Because that's not brokerage specific. You need to identify who you are and whether or not you are the right fit for a team and that you need that or that you're going to grow your own business. And either one, I can help you get situated on a team, whether mine or another, um, as well as uh, show you how to grow your own. What I will want to also say to you is that I've been uh, maybe one of those bad things you've heard about me. Um, I, I don't recruit and I also don't tell everyone to come. And if I think someone's not a good fit, I am that transparent. I was born without a filter and I will tell you why you shouldn't leave where you are, right? And what you should consider doing beforehand. And if you identify with another brokerage, Hell, I'll review the contract for you, tell you what not to do and what not to sign. Um, because I do truly believe that agents need advocates, right? Who's been there, done that, what have you. And with no personal interest or return on investment of my own, if you want complete transparency and have questions about this one versus that one or what am I doing here that I can help grow there? I've, I coach agents that aren't even with the XP. So to me, that part is, if it fits, great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. I love that. I love that. I love that transparency. And uh, we talked about it offline. I love the collaboration of the company where two people and you and I that have no vested financial interest in each other other than the common goal of growing a company together can get yeah. together, share information and let both of our audiences that are listening in here kind of glean some insight from one of EXP's greatest top 2% agents and Anna. And so I really appreciate you jumping on with us today and uh, sharing yeah. your wealth of knowledge. Absolutely. Anytime. Absolutely. So just a reminder, guys, if you guys got any referrals for her, you want to align with her at EXP, please reach out. We'll have all of her information down below. Um, but as always, signing off from the Icon Podcast, we appreciate you guys, and we hope you have a great rest of the weekend. Uh, Anna, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Take care. Thank you.